right, listen up. We have an announcement. We do. We have merch. Yes, we do have merch. We are so excited about it. People have asked for it, which is just in and of itself humbling, to say the least. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. Tell us where it's where the money's going, Justin. We are selling the merch as part of a fundraiser, raising funds for Toys for Tots. And this is an organization by the Marine Corps of the United States that raises funds and toy donations for people in communities and families in communities that financially are unable to buy gifts for children for the holidays, whatever holiday you celebrate. And we felt it was only appropriate to have a merch drop and a fundraiser this time of year to celebrate. We're getting close to the end of the year. To celebrate the end of the, almost the end of the year, but also in support of this really great foundation. Yes. Um, we have t-shirts and hooded sweatshirts. Each of them come in four colors. I'm super excited. I never thought that the show would get to this point that people would be requesting merch. And the merch is actually launched as we recorded this. And we've already had people ordering and it's just so exciting. So I'm excited. So we want to thank you as we do at the end of every episode. But thank you for your support throughout this entire journey that we've gone through, If whether you've been with us at the beginning or a new listener or just appreciate i don't know some really badass t-shirts and sweatshirts this is being a little pompous i know oh well but it's available for a limited time only until december 1st if there's enough demand maybe we'll make it available for longer but for now only available for december 1st so if you're interested uh go to the link in our bio on instagram there's also a post on our facebook or you can go to www.bonfire.com forward slash P-O-I-N-T dash O-F dash D-O-O dash podcast. And we'll put that in the description of this episode as well. Yes. And I just want to say two things. The first thing is um, the percentage that is not going to the two toys for tots. All of that is going to be put back into the podcast. We aren't pocketing any of that and I just wanted that's something that's important for me um to say um the other thing I was going to say was to help with this fundraiser and with this campaign the number one thing that you can do aside from you know purchasing merch is to share on social media share with your friends share with your family members that is much appreciated okay should we spew some bullshit let's do it all right the point of do Dick. Gosh, I just whipped my headphone out of my ear. <laughs> I was like, what was that? Did you see that? I did. Oh my goodness. I guess I'm excited. Nick, how are you? How's your I, voice, more importantly? Yeah. I, mentally, I'm doing pretty well. Um, mentally, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, <laughs> Channel your lower voice. I'm kind of falling apart. Um, I lost my voice, so I'm going to use it intentionally this episode. I apologize to all of our listeners. Um, and I also have been limping around for the past week. <laughs> not really sure why. But I it got really bad the other day. Um, I, I was at work Friday and I was really kind of like holding on to walls to walk. Oh my goodness. Uh, and people were like, are you limping? And I was like, no. Wow, so you weren't kidding. 
No, I don't know what I did. It's not my ACL. I can move my knee. It's my knee, but I can move my knee back and forth like fine. It's just putting pressure on it, like on the side of it. I, that's it's hard to do. I see. Yeah. Do you I know don't, what caused this? Um, I have a few ideas. So the first one is I started running on the treadmill, and then the treadmill was like, "Not today, fruit," and it didn't, <laughs> it didn't throw me off, but. I felt fine. I mean, I was in pain when I got off the treadmill, but like, I'm always in pain when I get off the treadmill, <laughs> but that was nothing new. But then I was walking the next day. I was like, Oh, my knee kind of hurts. And it just got progressively worse and more stiff and just hard to walk with the other thing. But I didn't have like a, Oh, I fell or I banged it on something. And then last night when I was waiting tables, yes, I waited tables with this voice and this knee. I kicked the swinging kitchen door because I had food in both hands. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's what I did. Oh, Such a habit. I think that might have been like a mix of the two because I keep my legs stiff when I do it. Yeah. Do you have the, I feel like some of the kitchen doors have the piece of plastic that rounds out from it so that you can kick that and it doesn't hurt as much as kicking the actual door. Does your restaurant have that? No, no, I just kick the door. We have for the, you have, you have workers compensation instead. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so uh, in terms of my voice, uh, I'm praying it holds up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll make if it work. I, we will. And like I said, I showed you this earlier, but if it doesn't, ready? We love a gimmick at the expense of my health. We can Thank always you, Siri. Siri. <laughs> um, but how are you? I'm good. I had a good weekend. I feel like I always say that, so that's nothing new. I played tennis competitively with stakes on the line. Not yes. like not like the meat, but like, you know, stakes, like <laughs> S-T-A-K-E-S. <laughs> And let me tell you, when I'm playing for fun, it's a blast and I do really well. But when I stepped onto that court yesterday and I started playing and so I was warming up, feeling good, whatever, and I was playing doubles and I've never played with my partner before. It was just this league where it's just guys and they say, like they email us in the beginning of the week, who's available this weekend? And you email if you're available, and then they put you in singles or doubles or whatever. And this was my first time being a part of this league. And I, we spin for serve. I end up serving, and I step up to the line to serve. I go through my routine, bounce the ball. And as I'm bouncing the ball, my entire body gets hit with, like, this ridiculous amount of nerves. And I was... Start, like, right as it starts? Right as I'm, right as I'm about to serve the first point of the match mm. and i was like oh my gosh what is wrong with me my shots just weren't working i double faulted serves i couldn't you know go for aggressive shots to try and win points i was just messing up stupid errors and i was like what the heck is wrong with me? and it was embarrassing because like i know i can play better and i've never played with this with my partner or for this team or against these other people who my opponents were and I was like, this is embarrassing. Like, I don't, I, I know I can play better than this. And I don't know why, just the nerves came over me. I guess it's just because I hadn't, I've played matches, but I hadn't played. I've, this has all been for fun. There's been no stakes, no ranking or anything, no, no record on the line. So 
don't know. It was really it was really strange, and now I think I need to play more competitively with with pressure to get back that mindset. You'll get it. Welcome to Point of Dew. I'm Justin. I'm Nick. On this episode, Nick and I talk about our Thanksgiving traditions as well as our holiday traditions and family traditions as a whole. Nick, let's talk about things from our Point of Dew. I mean, that's happened to me before, back when I was um, in karate competitions, and also Simone Biles, which we talked about on our bonus episode. Yes. If you're not in the mindset for it, you can really, uh, I mean, you weren't on a balance beam injuring yourself, but you can, you know. Right, or a vault or something, yeah. Yes. I wasn't throwing myself into the air. No, but, you know, <laughs> still, it, it really, it goes back to the brain being your most athletic organ. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, there was no mind-body connection there, and I wanted to, I would just, basically, I tried to go back to the basics, right? Because if you're doing a sport, and you've been doing it for a while, and your mind kind of gets the best of you, what do you do? You go back to the basics of, what are the basic techniques? Just in tennis, low to high ground strokes, racket head speed, long contact, get spin, just, you know, trying to, you know, slow down speed on the serve so that it goes in. And I tried doing that, and just everything fell apart. I was just, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mitch. He was my partner. <laughs> sorry, Mitch. We'll get him next time. We'll get him next time, Mitch. <laughs> I'm sensing a title. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was unfortunate. Um, but it's okay. But Thanksgiving is this week. Kind of, is, yeah. Kind of. I mean, we've talked about the way time works in podcast land, but Thanksgiving is this week for for our listeners and for, for us as we're listening to this. I'm this still having a great fall, but good. I'm telling you right now, all the King's horses and all the King's men are still working on putting Humpty Dumpty together again, and as you can hear, it's not going too well. It's not going too well. But that's okay. It's not going all too well. Did anyone get that? There's a holiday fall Thanksgiving anthem for you. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yes. Okay, I have to admit, this is something that I guess I should be embarrassed about, and I didn't realize that I should be embarrassed about this, but I was informed by you and by others how important Taylor Swift re-releasing her albums is. And I knew it was happening, but I didn't realize the importance of it and the significance of her re-releasing these albums. And... Now I feel like a fool, not going to lie. As someone who prides oh. themselves on keeping up with pop culture and things. No, it's totally okay. Um, but she's getting them back. She owns five now of her nine albums. So Good, good, good. Yes. What's the... Is, oh, does, she has nine albums? Yes. Holy crap. Well, she started in 2006, which is wild to think this about. This is true. And she started as a country artist, and now she's more of a pop yes. artist. Yes. I did watch SNL last night, though. Jonathan Majors was the host and Taylor Swift was the musical guest. What did she sing? I know she sang all too well, but did she do a second song? Nope. She did the 10 minute version of. 
Okay, so she they just gave her that one. Okay. Yeah. That's what I. That's what and I. And they played the they played the short film in the back. Oh, cool. Yeah. Have you seen the short film? We the I one that told me about the short film. No, someone else. I don't know if I did. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I do like the song. There are a couple memes going around. That's like she wrote this last week. Um, because <laughs> the ten minute version is supposed to be from the vault, basically an unreleased version that she wrote back when she wrote Red in two thousand twelve. Um, but there are a few lines in there that people are saying she wouldn't known at the time. But I honestly, I'm sure she wrote it back then. I'm sure she just went back and. I mean, she's admitted to going back and tweaking some because no one's ever heard them, so she can do what she wants with them. Right. So, yeah. And honestly, who cares if she wrote it last week? Right. Like, honestly, does it matter? I don't know. I'm I I have no ground to stand on here because I didn't even know that they were she was re-releasing them. So or not, not I didn't I knew she was re-releasing them. I didn't know the significance of it. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Red Taylor's version is out now. Point of view Taylor's version is out next week. Yeah. If we can get Taylor Swift on this podcast, that would be we'd retire after. It'd get us a few more numbers, yeah. <laughs> but sorry, I kind of derailed us. Do you want to talk about Thanksgiving and introduce our theme? Yeah. Let well, let's talk about Thanksgiving first because okay. I know that our entire audience is not necessarily based in the United States. This is a very American holiday. Uh is there do you know if there's a canadian thanksgiving i believe there is you know what let me check because it's in the apple calendars on my phone um is it? it's not the same i'm almost positive it's not the same you know what? i'm just going to google it instead i'm seeing it monday october 10th thanksgiving 2022 in canada that seems do, late. do we know if there's a reason why it's earlier i do not i'm assuming oh here, what's the difference between canadian thanksgiving and american well, American Thanksgiving is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November each year. In Canada, they celebrate Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. In the U.S., the tradition of Thanksgiving is linked specifically to the pilgrims and settling in America rather than a successful harvest in general. Okay, that makes sense. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm so curious what our listeners abroad, who are not American or have never experienced Thanksgiving, what they think about Thanksgiving. Because I like the general theme and the vibe of Thanksgiving where you're gathering with family, being grateful for what you have and counting your blessings and all those things. But isn't there some controversy about especially American Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, because essentially, isn't it celebrating the first... I believe it's celebrating the first like successful year for the pilgrims, but the pilgrims came over and basically committed genocide against the Native Americans. Yes. This this is kind yeah. of this is kind of where our whitewashed history from school that we right. received kind of jumps in because my whole learning of Thanksgiving in like first grade was everything was peaceful and Squanto came over with the pil like or helped the pilgrims like learn how to farm and learn how to hunt and learn how to gather things. And then they all had a happy meal together as indigenous peoples and pilgrims. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, they, they all had a happy meal together was the lesson that we were very much taught in, in school, in elementary school and right even down to this is looking back, this is racist. 
Um, but I think it was very common in the American school systems. Half of us would get the pilgrim hat. We would dress. Half of us would get, yes, the headdress with the feathers. And that looking back, I would hope it doesn't happen now. We've grown past that. I hope, I'm sure there are still schools that do it. But I do really like the idea of the Canadian one. Now they're just celebrating a, a successful a harvest. Because we don't celebrate, like, I don't celebrate. We're not celebrating, like, yes, genocide. And I'm not saying that as a joke. Like, I'm just saying, like, that is what, what I guess, a part of what was being celebrated the first Thanksgiving. But um, I still think it's an American, like, it's very, it's widely celebrated in America, but nobody really thinks about why we have it. Although we're not necessarily celebrating a harvest because, although I'm sure farming communities absolutely do when they celebrate Thanksgiving, I think it's the spirit of Thanksgiving is, well, to give thanks for a good harvest, for family, for friends, for other blessings, and kind of reflect in our lives. And I think that's super important too. I think it's important to take a step back and think about what are we grateful for? Yes. And like, honestly, just thinking about it, like when we were describing what it was based off of and what we were originally celebrating, um, even if I'm not saying we as like today, you and I, you and I, yeah, but we were there. It is a stain, you know, it is a stain in history that we can't, I mean, there's obviously reparations and stuff that can be made, but I mean, it's something that we have to sit with. Yeah, right. And I think that's a struggle for a lot of people right now. America, but that's right. But that is Thanksgiving right now. Well, and my whole thing too is that it's important to acknowledge our past so yeah, that we can learn from it and move forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying so, to get. That's what we're doing right now about this episode is being grateful for the the spirit of Thanksgiving that we have right now, but also acknowledging the not so unicorns and rainbows part of the the holiday the foundations of that holiday yeah so but Um, what i am grateful for are traditions that my family has around different holidays and even not around different holidays and that's what we're going to talk about this episode right yes and i am grateful for this five second break while i go grab my water okay so nick is grateful for water the life-giving liquid beverage that it is yeah (laughs) But yeah, I. What do you say? Just because I'm like screeching through this episode. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to talk about traditions and traditions with our families and listeners. I encourage you to engage with the show. What types of traditions do you have, either around holidays or even not around holidays? But since Thanksgiving is this week, Let's talk about them. So first off, Nick, do you have any traditions? We just talked about Thanksgiving. Do you have any specific Thanksgiving traditions or what do you do for Thanksgiving normally? I wouldn't say any specific, uh, what's the word? I, I, I done goofed. Traditions. Traditions. I wouldn't say I have any specific tradition. We usually just either, we usually host Thanksgiving and it's gotten smaller and smaller each year just with, you know, cousins getting older and a few of mine are uh, living overseas now. Um, I have a cousin in Singapore, a cousin in Italy, a cousin in, well, we really all went to Europe. Well, Singapore's not in Europe, but um, I have another one in um, Norway. So a lot of people have gone over. There were 13 cousins um, in the U.S. Now there aren't. 
this is on my mom's side. We usually do things with my mom's side, but since my Nana's passed away, um, it's been three years now. So like, it's, it's very small, but we, it's usually here. Um, so that's what we do. Nothing super exciting. I have some traditions that are exciting that I can talk about later, but what do you do for Thanksgiving? So like you, my family usually hosts as well. And this was always a big thing for my family because my mom was always excited about, okay, what holiday when she, when she was growing up, what holiday is my family going to host? And so she, we host Thanksgiving. Uh, both sides are welcome. Although as the family kind of grows with cousins getting married and stuff, there's been few people some years and more people other years. Right. But that's something that we really enjoy. And I remember I used to enjoy it. And when I was younger, a tradition that I liked doing, but has since stopped, was I would find a way for as soon as our guests would come in for them to write down something they're grateful for. And sometimes it would be little leaf cutouts in construction paper that had a little hole punch in it. And we hung it on a tree when, after you wrote it down, or sometimes it would be feathers of a turkey, and we'd like put the feathers. We we taped or glued the feathers along the turkey. Sometimes we did it anonymously, and we put them into a hat. And then at one point during the the time that people were there, I would read what someone was thankful for, and we had to guess who in the room said it. Oh, that's fun. Did you organize this? Yes, even as like Are a. You? I a, love that. No, it's so me. It's so me. That's awesome. It's very wholesome. <laughs> Even it's like a nine-year-old or whatever. No, that makes it cuter. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, that's what we do for Thanksgiving, and it, it it's been fun. We one time, or actually a couple times, my family hasn't been home for Thanksgiving because the first time, I think in twenty sixteen, maybe I would say twenty sixteen, my cousin was studying abroad in the UK, and so a some of us went to visit her in England during Thanksgiving. And so instead of having Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving a little bit earlier and we called it, which again, we just talked about uh, a harvest feast meal. <laughs> and because it wasn't th actually the holiday of Thanksgiving. And then the other time I was in Copenhagen and my family came there and I think they hosted a, a harvest meal. Yeah. I was going to ask, what is Thanksgiving like in Copenhagen, if at all? Yeah. So, they don't have a Thanksgiving, but they knew hosting an American student that that was a holiday that I had. And so when my family was there, they host, they cooked this whole spread of Danish food that they would normally have on like a special occasion. I think they cooked a meal that was that they would usually make for Christmas. And so it was different types of meatballs, potatoes. I believe there was maybe some curry there red onion red onion slaps <laughs> all these all these different things is that your favorite vegetable i love onions really good on anything i like them raw better than on than like sauteed like on like a house salad you like the red onions on it? absolutely burgers really? salads um chives are really good scallions are really good good for you My, yeah. i i don't i can't do the raw red onion I feel like I can do it more if it's cooked. Yeah, that's fair. Sounds but, more normal, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> just eating a eating an onion. Yeah. No, just kidding. But yeah, that's what we usually do for Thanksgiving. Since my grandmother 
passed away in 2017. Well, actually, the year before she passed away, for some reason, someone had limoncello, and we all took a shot, including my grandmother. And she, when <laughs> she was in her 80s, and she took a shot of limoncello, and we all watched her, and we all cheered her on. And she was like, "What? That went down so easily!" And we were like, "Yay!" And so, ever since she passed away, we always all do a shot of limoncello in honor of Buffalo. <laughs> But yeah, that was a question that I wanted to ask you is the traditions that you have, do they tend to fall around holidays or do you have any that don't necessarily fall around holidays too? So I, when you asked, when you told me what this theme was going to be, I, the ones that I came up with uh, are more holiday focused, but I can, I'm trying to think if I have any, I'm sure I do that aren't, you know, holiday based, I guess ones on my birthday that I listed. Um, so that's not a holiday as we, um, not we, yet. We assessed last week and came to the conclusion that no, not a holiday birthdays. <laughs> um, but yeah, mostly around holidays. Yeah. What's the, what's the tradition on your birthday? Um, well, before we get to that, I, I have a question cause we talked about what other people, um, or what you ate in Copenhagen, but what do you eat for Thanksgiving? I think that's before we transition. Into mm, that's a, that's a good question. I... And and I'm gonna I'm gonna change the question to, you have a plate in front of you. What's on your plate, for? Okay. And I'll have you answer it too. I, I like usually have turkey. I know some people don't necessarily like turkey, but I like turkey. I like turkey in deli meat form. I like turkey in, you know, the bird form of Thanksgiving. <laughs> not that it's not the bird for deli meat, but you know that whole stuff. I love potatoes in any form. So if there's roasted potatoes, if there's mashed potatoes. If there's, I doubt, there's not usually french fries on my table, but I will probably have the potatoes of any form on my plate in all the forms. Okay. I know it's, you know, it's sometimes, I'm going to turn into a potato when I'm older because I eat so many potatoes. (laughs) My aunt makes this really good broccoli and cheese casserole. So that's fantastic. I'll always have some of that. My grandmother makes a pretty good cranberry sauce. Ooh. So I'll have some of that. Oh, the Thanksgiving meal, I'm sure you experienced this, is just, you feel so bloated afterward. <laughs> yes, it's great. It's um, so good. And then stuffing, and then hopefully, I feel like I'm forgetting things. Hmm. Oh, well. And then hopefully I'll save room for some sort of dessert. Yes. But it's your, and there's like a, I'm sure there's like a variety of pies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, very similar. I always have turkey. Um, I don't like skin. Do you like the skin? On the turkey? Mm. Like, you know, some people like yeah, the yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like skin. I feel like if it's there, I'll have it, but... I just don't I, like the skin and it's crunchy. Ew. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't yeah, mind I, it. I prefer my skin to be alive. Um, and, <laughs> and not eaten. <laughs> um, to clarify... <laughs> Um, but I, so there's, so yeah, turkey, mashed potatoes are the way to go with yes. me in terms of potatoes. I mm-hmm. think they're, they're just so good. They're chef's kiss. Um, I really like butternut squash, like mm. the mashed butternut squash. Green beans are really good. If they're, I like the, do you prefer them to be like harder or do you like them when they're like soft? Green beans? Yeah. Mm. If you like them at all, maybe you don't like them. I'm, tr- I do like green beans. I'm trying to think. It depends. If they're 
not fresh. I like them softer. If they're fresh, I don't mind if they're harder. But I like having, I don't know if you have this, but like green beans, almondine is apparently what they're called, but having like the almonds in the green bean. Mm, I've had that. That is good. Yeah. I prefer them soft. Um, yeah. I also, now I feel, oh, cranberry. You have to have cranberry sauce with Thanksgiving, in yes. my opinion. Um, I don't care if it's the ocean. I think that is the one that we use a lot of the time is the ocean spray. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, honestly, I prefer that. I don't like when there's real cranberries in it. Um, I'm an artificial fruit kind of guy. <laughs> is cranberry a fruit? It is, right? Does it have seeds? I think so. We'll call it a fruit. Okay. Because no one said that yet. For future guests, you can be a cranberry on this podcast. Yeah, we think. Um, we think, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. And then my mom makes a really good apple pie. I learned a few years back that I really like um uh pecan pie and we usually also have birthday cake because my papa who is also passed away um his birthday is right around thanksgiving so we'd always celebrate it then and i like i we've we said this on our last episode cake over pie but Mm, yeah or both that's when we get to do both yes yeah i need to point this out because i just had a conversation with someone yesterday we say pecan here Many people say pecan. Pecan? What the hell is that? <laughs> Let us know on social media what you think the correct pronunciation is. Let's start a debate here. To a rant. I thought you were going to like say something about why it's No, pecan. no, 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 no. Someone, someone, well, someone went on a rant. I'm not going to name them, but someone went on a rant yesterday about pecan versus pecan. Pecan. The more I think about it, the more I think how ridiculous it is. We get the point across this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter either way. Um, my Botana. favorite Animal Crossing villager's name is Pecan, if that's oh. if that's any consolation. And I think it was probably supposed to be pronounced Pecan because she's very proper. Mm, but yeah. She's a squirrel. Okay, great. I was going to ask, what animal? <laughs> Going back to your birthday, what's your birthday tradition that your family does? Is it your family or something that you do with your friends? Um, okay, so it was with my, we don't do it anymore, but it was with my dad. Um, and I used to beg him, like, can we stay up all night? Can we pull an all nighter on my birthday? And he'd say, sure. So we're going to like play video games and play, I'm going to make him play GameCube and Animal Crossing and all the things he doesn't want to do, basically. Um, but every year he'd get me and I'd be pissed when I'd wake up in the morning because he'd be like, all right, it's like midnight, whatever. Let's just like lay down let's rest our or not even close our eyes let's just like watch like a half hour tv show and i'd be like okay and i'd fall asleep and then i'd wake up in the morning and be like so 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 mad um (laughs) but yeah so that was that's my uh birthday tradition or was (laughs) it stopped the last time i did that was um over 10 years ago now (laughs) but it's just one that i think of um do you do birthday dinners like do, does your not even like with other people but do your parents like either make what you want on your birthday or like take you where you want to go yeah they try to my sister and i share a birthday as we've yes. discussed on a prior episode so i've always it's always if it's like maybe the day before ashley will decide and then the day of i'll decide or vice versa but yeah we try and do meals where we get to sign, or we agree, you know, because sometimes we agree yeah. we like similar foods. That's cool. But yeah. What's your, okay, so what's your, I know we've talked about favorite meals, but what do you usually pick? 
it's always so hard. I find the hardest thing about cooking and just meals is coming up with what you want to eat. Because I feel like cooking is easy. You can, if any, anyone can follow recipes, some people can follow them better than others. But figuring out what you're going to cook, I find is the most difficult thing because you never know what you're going to be in the mood for, right? Because you could go shopping at the beginning of the week, unless you go shopping every day. But you could go shopping at the beginning of the week and be like, I'm going to cook a meatloaf, which we know is one of your favorite foods, right? Yes, and I asked my mom for that on the- my birthday week, and she makes it. But we also go somewhere, but I'll leave that for after year. We love that. But yeah, like, I don't know. The, far- the, hardest-, the hardest thing is coming up with what you're going to cook, right? So, yeah. hmm, I mean, if I were going to have a birthday meal right now, I don't know. It's, it's cold out. What? It wouldn't be a birthday meal. It wouldn't be a birthday meal. <laughs> but if I were to like choose a meal that I would want right now, it's kind of getting cold out. So I'm thinking some sort of soup or like, you ever have clam chowder in a bread bowl? Um, I know that's a very New England thing. Yeah. Um, I have never had clam chowder. I don't like anything that came from the ocean, but it smells <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Pretty good. If you I, like things this, that come from the ocean. Yeah. I Well, it smells phenomenal. And I just had this... Um, I went to dinner with my friend Claire. Um, we took a break from the movies because we've literally seen everything that's out right now. Um, so I went this week and she had clam chowder and we had this debate. I was like, if it was in the ocean, no. <laughs> and I and I'm talking about specifically New England clam chowder, which is the the white cream based clam chowder. There's also Manhattan clam chowder, which is red, and there's Rhode Island clam chowder, which is clear, like more clear broth based. But I didn't know there was a red clam chowder. I was like, what is this one blue? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then the blue, the blue and the pink clam chowder too. Yeah, I yes. think if you get blue clam chowder, maybe don't eat it because yeah. something's gone bad. Something's pink. gone horribly wrong in the kitchen. <laughs> pink is just a mix of the Manhattan and the uh, the New England. The New England, it's just a pink. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think there's been some places that I've seen that do the mix. They put kind of I don't know, the different bases together. How did we get here? Oh, um, your birthday. <laughs> meal, which I don't think you've... Well, you said soup, because you're in the mood for soup right now. I think just something like something simple, because I'm not super... I'm just going off of what I'm feeling right now, because I, it's hard for me to project. So, so I'm cold. I want some a nice soup. Would be nice. Warm me up. Maybe soup and some, some bread to dip in the soup and eat with that, yeah. or the clam chowder in a bread bowl. You have both all in one. Yeah. Um... It does sound very good, or it smells very good. I just can't get past the clams part. Yeah, I can't. That's the only way I can eat clams, that or fried. Yeah, I I can't do it. Corn chowder is really good, though. I've I've tried that. It's similar. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, and it it doesn't swim, so uh, (laughs) that's that's my favorite type of chowder. I can run in a cornfield. I can't swim in the ocean, so, you know, there's a difference there. It's just... Yes, (laughs) I love that. Um, But yeah, when my go-to like restaurant when we go out to dinner for my birthday is Sangs in Hanover, Massachusetts. Um, I guess that doesn't really matter. Um, But they it's Chinese food and it really slaps. And also the environment is just Chef's Kiss. Like it's very open and bright. Um, We go there on New Year's Eve a lot. That was a tradition that I was going to talk about later. Um, But I love. 
I'm a real slut for the beef lo mein. I'm gonna. <laughs> Um, I I take that joke from Claire. That's a stolen joke. Um, most most of our jokes are stolen, and honestly, to listeners, most of your jokes are probably stolen too because you hear them, and then you repeat them to different audiences. <laughs> I love that. I love it's that. True. It's so true. Think about even I love that. Like, I I don't know who. Oh, started- I'm not talking about the. Jo- I was talking about the restaurant. No, but- <laughs> I, know, I know you were, but I was thinking about I love that because like who started? Obviously, it's a very simple. But like, I love that for you. Who started saying that? It certainly wasn't me. It's it's a huge thing that people say now. And it's just like, who starts the slang? Uh, the meme creator who lives in a cave and just comes up with these Yeah, literally. That, yeah. The I meme think... maker. That's the next Marvel movie, the meme maker. H. <laughs> it's not. Um. Yeah, one of... So you said you were going to talk about your New Year's eve traditions i was just gonna say why don't you just kind of rattle off some of the traditions that you have i don't know if you have a list but i have a list that i, I kind of created okay yeah. cool do you um, want to alternate so we're not so it's not just one of us speaking I, well i'll say like you do it first and then okay. i'll do it and then we'll just go from there okay so, go ahead so this is my cousins used to come over um to a, my one of my uh, mom's sister's kids and and her so my aunt and my cousins but not like a full not the full side of the family used to come over on new year's eve and we'd watch the ball drop and we'd play board games um we'd play pictionary and it was usually boys versus girls um and the boys would always lose because my dad was really just not good um for example he had to draw the word he had an easy card it was part um and my aunt drew what would you draw? I don't know what I would draw. You drew the hair, like a hair, and then pointed to the. Oh, that's smart. I would. I probably would have drawn like an, a car engine, and then be like car plus or like I don't know. a bit better than my dad. He drew Sears, and you're, he drew the parts department. <laughs> yeah, so that was bad. But we get Chinese food and. My cousin, Courtney, and I, who listens to this podcast, had our own ball drop. I had this, like, squishy, like, beanbag Red Sox uh, baseball, but it was, like, this big. It was, I know listeners can't see, but it was, like, probably the size of a pumpkin. I think I have that Yeah, back here. Yeah, we used to cut strips of paper, staple them together, staple it to the tag of the, of the baseball beanbag thing and drape it over like the <laughs> and it would always fall because it was too heavy but that was new year's um I, i'll go quickly through the other one staying late on my, staying up late on my birthday i said um have you ever been to the enchanted village at jordan's furniture for christmas yes, yes. oh i forgot about that love it there they give you blueberry muffins and a free nightmare yeah the enchanted village is these these very simple animatronics of children doing playing in the snow and singing christmas carols and there's music playing in the background it's kind of this walk through experience as if it's kind of like a disney disney cue yeah so apparently it was big when our parents were kids okay. it was in boston at a store called jordan marsh which was not jordan's furniture um jordan's furniture and Bo- or they purchased the enchanted village when jordan marsh went out of business um but they're so it's like very lame but also very holiday spirit and just very awesome like i love going but yeah. it's a free nightmare really <laughs> you have to pay for it but 
You don't like the animatronics? Not a big fan? No, I love them, but they're also just creepy at the same time because they move very slowly. And, like, yeah. the one getting their hair cut, like, the, the person cutting their hair has the scissors, like, way away from the person's head. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying. It's cute. Yeah. Um, but what are some of your traditions that you have? So I have a bunch. I said Thanksgiving, the lemon limoncello shots. For Christmas, or actually, sorry, going back to Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, this is a newer one. I was going to ask if you've begun to create any new traditions or if there's many old traditions, but I can get to that in a second. But a new tradition that my family has started doing was watching our inaugural Christmas movie after everybody leaves on Thanksgiving. So the first Christmas movie we'd watch all year would be all as a family as the five of us, and we would watch a Christmas movie, which I really like. That's cute. Christmas Eve... We always go to my aunt's house. Christmas Day, we go to my grandparents' house. At my aunt's house, we used to do all the all the grandkids got presents from the different families. So like my family, my mom has two sisters, so my family would give presents to both of my aunt's kids, and then my grandparents would give presents to like everybody. But before we opened presents, we'd all go down into the basement, and for some reason, we'd do this chant to get everyone all excited and so we'd be, we would look at the clock and while the parents were getting all the presents from their cars and bringing it into the living room where we'd open all of them we'd be in the basement singing two more minutes cha chi cha chi cha two more minutes cha, and we would just count down <laughs> a natural hit if you will <laughs> and we'd count down like Two more minutes, one more minute, and then it'd be like five more seconds. And then as we would come up the stairs from the basement, we'd be chanting like five more seconds and then be present, which is such a silly thing. But it was something that was fun. I have a similar thing, but we didn't sing. Uh, I'll, but keep going. Do you have any more? Or yes. Similar? Yes. So we don't do that anymore. But now at my aunt's house, we all sing the 12 days of Christmas and everyone gets a number and so terrifying it well it's it, it, ter terrifying what do you mean not alone oh i thought you had to sing a verse on your own i was like that's horrible oh yeah you have to oh yeah you have to sing a verse alone oh, i hate that i would be so bad at that i mean <laughs> no voice as you can tell <clears throat> my cousin it's funny you mentioned your cousin courtney my cousin courtney always likes the five golden rings and she likes making a show of it so she'll always be like five and like shake her hands up in the air dance around so oh she always does that one props to her i don't have the confidence although it's my family but this you know the showmanship i guess to do <laughs> to do as she does uh what, so that's what what do you what uh number do you get and so if... you, you usually pull it out of a hat okay so, so she so she always gets five that's just that's just how it is and otherwise you pull it out of a hat and my brother always wants to get like 12 so he only has to go once oh true but Mark. yeah so he he tries i mean he tries to rig it but sometimes he gets like four and it's like ah but anyway it's that's a fun tradition i feel bad for the partridge if they don't like singing yeah <laughs> they get into it though after like a couple of verses you have to get into it because otherwise it it's just fun. it does sound fun and it's yeah. family it's not like you're singing right. a podcast right well maybe we should They'll all be on next week. Yeah, <laughs> my entire family. Or my entire mom's side. Five golden rings. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, another th Christmas thing that my family has started is when my grandmother passed away, all of the women on my mom's side now go and get their nails done for the holidays together. Oh, that's and really so they make a they make a thing of it. And obviously I'm not included in that, but that's something <laughs> that I think is cool. On Easter, we do an Easter egg hunt and my parents Mr. Dan has actually been a part of it twice. My parents there's there's financial comp or financial rewards for if you win the the Easter egg hunt for whoever gets the most eggs going going from there. Some some other things, Christmas we decorate our Christmas tree and we always watch Charlie, the Charlie Brown Christmas at the same time as we're decorating the Christmas tree with my immediate family. We have spaghetti and meatballs on Halloween. Okay. My mom for the 4th of July normally makes, uh, you know, those ice cream cookies, not ice cream cookie sandwiches, just the ice cream sandwiches with like the brown outside with yes. the vanilla ice cream. Yeah. So she makes a cake with that and she layers them all in a pan and then covers it with like whipped topping and then puts the makes the flag so she'll make strawberries for the stripes Ooh. and then blueberries in the corner for the stars which is really nice if that for, wouldn't be it sounds phenomenal it's great you should we should hang out one for the and then you can I have some on dairy ice cream because like i said it might kill me yeah <laughs> well my mom can't have the the cream either so we'll have to find a way to make okay. it that everybody can have it all right um what else for for my dog's birthday, this is I guess this is a tradition. We give her we ha make her wear this happy birthday crown that's meant for an adult, but that's we, so cute. we put it on her head and we give her a plate of cheese or peanut butter or both. That's so cute. Um, what else? My when the Bruins, Boston Bruins, I'm a huge Boston Bruins fan. I've heard when they're in the playoffs, no matter where we are, my immediate family members, we're always watching the playoff games and we'll be texting each other in the group chat. Not really a tradition, but something fun that my family does. For the Super Bowl, we always host a Super Bowl party, whether it's us or our next door neighbors. In college, I hosted one every year. And yes, I'm to one of them. Yes. And we made, I always make buffalo chicken dip and just kielbasa with. Uh, maple syrup and brown sugar, which is so good. Mm. I and came then, for the friends and J Lo. What did I say? Oh, you, yeah. I came for the food friends and J Lo and right. Shakira. And Shakira, them. right? Yeah, and then New Year's Eve, we used to go skiing and hang out with one of my mom's college friends' families, but that kind of has fallen off. And yeah, those are those are some of my traditions that we have. They sound fun. I love I love a tradition, honestly. Yeah, I had some fun kind of brainstorming these. Are there well? So I said I had a couple of traditions that have started recently. Have there been any traditions that, for you, you've started recently, or on the opposite side of that, have there been any traditions that have ended that you would want to bring back? Well, I guess it's a tradition now for Claire and I to go to the movies weekly once a week. <laughs> we legitimately go once a week, and then last week was the first week we didn't because there wasn't anything to see. Um, so we went to dinner instead, but that's really fun. Um, I'm trying to think. One that I want to, I feel like we need to start a tradition in our friend group. We kind of did with the target runs, but it was just like, then we all went abroad, but that was really fun. Um, we need there to, needs to be, since we live so far away, a lot of people, we need to find a time every year for us to get together. And that would be like our tradition. Yeah. Um, one thing that you, from the past, I definitely do not want to bring this back, but one thing you reminded me of with your countdown is 
my sister and I would wake up because we were told not before seven for Christmas presents mm. from when the whole Santa thing was a thing. Um, so we'd wake up much before seven. Uh, and I had a big whiteboard and I'm sure that doesn't surprise you. Um, but I had a giant whiteboard uh, and we would go, we had clocks in our bedrooms, but instead we would go to the end of the hall to my mom's bedroom, my mom and dad's room and check the clock. And then when a minute would change, we'd change the time on our whiteboard and say like 59 more minutes until presence. Wow. But we did it every minute and the classic oldest sibling, I made Jordan go check the time. He yes. checked. I wrote on the whiteboard. She had to go check the time. That's the, that's the privilege you're born into when you're the oldest. <laughs> you could boss your younger siblings around. The funny thing is we used her room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was, that was um, fun. Then, you know, as I started to not want to get up, uh, that tradition ended. Um, and I think she's probably glad it ended too. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. I also used to sleep in her room. She has twin beds and she was petrified. She's going to kill me. She was petrified of like anything Easter bunny, Santa. So I would sleep in her room, but I used to torment her. I used to be like, so the Easter bunny came into your room last night. <laughs> and it's a creepy concept. Yes, it is. I was like, I danced with him. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want him to come in my room. <laughs> My dad used to say when there was a gift that wasn't wrapped or if there was something like one year, I think we got a a rock climbing wall addition to our playground and that it was just something that you would screw into the existing pieces of the playground and they oh. were hidden behind the curtains that we had. And so my dad would always say, oh, I'm I'm I saw Santa last night or I ran Santa's a friend of mine and he told me that. And say there's something down there, or there's something in the basement, or there's something in the in the garage, or something. Yes. Um, not like a uh, car, but like an air hockey table or something. And for any kids that are listening, Santa is real. Um, we now also know him, and that is why we're yes with all of this knowledge. And for any kids that are listening, I apologize for my foul language and terrible topics <laughs> sometimes because if there are kids listening to this. That's okay because our statistics show our youngest listeners are 18. So unless there's somebody. <laughs> there's a specific episode, which I'm sure Nick will be happy to name, but I don't feel like Perhaps. naming it. <laughs> which is snow climbing, by the way. I'm very excited about that. It, I it, think it's a good episode. It's a great episode and it's going to break into our top five soon. <laughs> it's a good episode. It's just people are surprised by the content I brought to that episode. Yes. Also, this is like kind of, I mean, it just came up in my mind because of what we're talking about. But thank you to the people who are listening to old, like our old episodes are still growing. And I'm very appreciative of like, that's a wild concept to me. I know that's like a thing with podcasts that you don't have to necessarily listen in order or to listen to the newest ones. But that is still very humbling um, to me. Yes. So, we we appreciate you. all of our listeners. We do. Nick, a final question for you as we kind of wrap things up on this topic, is there a tradition that you want to start or a tradition that you have that you want to pass on to your family when you grow up? Maybe your kids? Uh, I don't know. I, I That's a good question. 
I mean, the New Year's one is really fun. So I'm sure, and that's a big deal for kids is to stay up, you know? Yes. That's a huge deal for them. So that'll be- That's a funny, actually, just to pivot away from my question quickly. I never knew, my parents wouldn't let me stay up. They never did until, I don't know, maybe high school, not even high school, middle school maybe. And I, so yeah. people would be like, oh, the ball dropped. And I never understood what that meant. I was like, the disco ball falls from the ceiling. What does that mean? And it's a weird concept because if you're like, oh, the ball dropped. It's literally just a ball sliding down a pole toward a neon light that says the new year. But for someone who's never seen it, it's, it's one of those things, right? Where if you're like, oh, explain to our founding fathers or explain to cavemen what, <laughs> what a ball dropping is for New Year's. Yeah. And it doesn't even come. Don't you feel like it should come all the way down? What does it do? It just sits there? Well, no, but I mean, like, it would be cooler if it came down to the ground. Oh, to the ground. Yeah. It just goes to the top goes, of the yeah, square so, building. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got stuck one year, too. It got stuck on three. It was like five, four, three, three, three. Yeah, it was, that was interesting. The, um, yeah. The, the time gods didn't want yeah the next year to come sorry ryan seacrest we'll get him next time yeah <laughs> but yeah i think while you're thinking on that i think a tradition that i would want to pass down is one my love of the bruins but that's not really a tradition that's more of a lifestyle a tradition i'd want to pass down i think is the christmas decor christmas tree decorating one i like decorating the tree with my family that's and fun. where our phones are away we make fun of my dad because he puts a couple on and then sits on the couch and just takes pictures of us. And we're like, come on, dad, you got to put a little more on. That's really funny. Um, and, but, but then putting, and then watching Charlie Brown Christmas. I think that's a classic. Yes. I like I that. I watched it for the first time in high school, not going to lie. And it was, really? in my, it was in my Greek class. Also, there was fully a hole like in the crotch of my pants that I'm just realizing. Thanks for sharing. You're so welcome. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. I can't really do it right now. But that was a request from, or that was a highlight to one of our listeners that was brought to our attention when I said you're so welcome in a weird voice. But do you have a tradition you think that you've passed down and you're not sure? The, uh, the Jordan's Furniture Enchanted Village is really fun and I can't wait to do that with my kids. Also, um, having them stay up till midnight will be really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to do both of those things. So you've gotten nightmares from the Enchanted Village that you want to pass on to your offspring. Yeah. (laughs) Pass on to your children. Yes. We love that. We love, we love generational trauma. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nick, it's been a pleasure as always. I hope everyone listening has a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you're abroad, we hope you had a wonderful harvest. <laughs> or, or we encourage you, the spirit of Thanksgiving, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, to take a moment, meditate on the many blessings that you have in your life, what things that to be grateful for, the people in your life you're grateful for. There's no better time than this time of year, especially in the Northern Hemisphere when it gets very dark very early. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, happy summer. And (laughs) 
we appreciate you all. We appreciate all of our listeners. Happy holidays. We're getting excited for the holiday season. Um, and yeah, anything you want to add, Nick? Nope, I can barely talk. Okay. Do the closing. So with that, I'll close us. Uh, my name is Justin Dew. I'm sick. <laughs> you can reach us on Instagram and Facebook at Point of Dew Podcast or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash point of dew. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening. And until next time. Capital H.